0: Hello, and welcome to Books the Podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're Booksmen. And, Tom, this is a very special week on Books the Podcast.
1: Because you forgot to put the poll up in time?
0: This is a very special week on Books the Podcast because we are breaking format to do a very special event for charity.
1: What charity?
0: That's up to you, Tom, because I'd like to welcome you and everybody listening to the Great American Book Quiz. Okay. Tom, uh, you'll be uh, playing for America tonight. You know what? You'll be playing playing for for the world. I'm just the host. Russia? No, I'm playing for, you're playing for the world, I'm playing for hell. So oh. if, if you lose, hell wins.
1: Oh, you get my soul.
0: Um, well, no. Alright, who wh- who are you playing for today, Tom? Hell. No, you can't play for hell. Heaven. That's who you're gonna give the money to? There's a sub- You could win a substantial amount of money, or you could lose a substantial amount of money. You wouldn't give the money to heaven,
1: Tim? I feel like that's a surefire way to get in there. How,
0: how are you going to give the money to heaven?
1: I'm going to be buried with it.
0: You can't take it with you, man. Sure. You're going to try to bribe St. Peter, Peter at the pearly yeah. gates?
1: Yeah, be like, uh, well, is there maybe my friend Mr. Uh, uh, Franklin... Wants uh, a table? Maybe there's a table available for him in heaven, and he'll and be like, I, "Oh,
0: I, Ben Franklin, that guy's in hell. I I kicked him out of here. What seemed like yesterday, because to St. Peter, that's like yeah. a blink of the uh, blink of an eye.
1: Yeah, he kept trying to fly a kite in this place, and we we're like, <laughs> "Hey, and not it, you're gonna get us all electrocuted up his, here in heaven.
0: His uh, spectacles were the tool of the devil.
1: Oh, that's true, actually.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll get to the quiz in a second, but who are you really playing for, Tom? Uh, I don't know. I'm playing for me. Okay. I want I want the money if I win. All right. I'll explain a little bit of the background uh, <laughs> for the the Great American Book Quiz. Okay. Um, I mean, just a well, bit. Well,
1: what? Oh, not now. I mean, I don't know anything about this, Sim. All I know is that you didn't put up a poll in time and read a book like you were supposed to. Tom,
0: that will uh, there there will be a poll up. Either now or or very shortly after. (laughs) Well, that doesn't help this episode, Tom. There's a pandemic going
1: on. I know there is, Tim. That's why you should have all the time in the world to read books. Don't you hate it? Like, um, uh, we've gotten a little of this where people are like, uh, "Hey, you know, why don't you do this? Why don't you do all this like extra stuff? Uh, You guys don't have anything to do."
0: Oh, because of the pandemic? Yeah.
1: And it's like, no, I'm actually, like, very, I'm busier than ever during this pandemic. And then on top of it, and I don't think that's unique. I think that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. No, definitely. And and I think it's actually unhealthy that uh, this idea of, like, well, everybody's bored. Everybody's just got time to do everything. Because I think people see that, and they think, like, Oh shit, that's not me. I guess I don't have my life together because everybody else is just kicking back right now.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not kicking back. Tom, I look, I had to move to a different mm-hmm. apartment in the last week. I really uh it slipped my mind to get the by the time I was I was preparing the the poll, I was like there's just not enough time to get the votes for the poll. Right. And then read the book. Um mm. and Tom, look. Relax. We're gonna win a lot of money for heaven or hell tonight, and <laughs> everybody's gonna be very happy about it. Um but I wanna address one thing very quickly. Wait, where's the money coming from? The the great American book quiz. Where do where does Family Feud get the money?
1: That's true. I've always wondered that. Yeah.
0: Where it's does in... Jeopardy get the money? Alex I Trebek. never
1: understood like um uh like, uh, who wants to be a millionaire has, like, an insurance policy? What knucklehead's insuring who wants to be a millionaire?
0: Yeah. The the whole premise is that, like, eventually they're going to have to give away a million dollars. Otherwise, people are going to stop watching.
1: Yeah. I don't understand any of that stuff. I
0: don't understand really how insurance works for <laughs> stuff like that. No, or, like, uh, risk management. Yeah. I think it's all a scam. Yeah. Because
1: I would think risk, like somebody that works in like insurance or risk management, unless they've got, uh, you know, they're like a a super nerd with glasses, with the tape holding it together, and they've got a uh, Texas Instruments calculator with them all the time, I wouldn't trust them.
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. And I feel like I wouldn't trust a risk management guy unless like most of the time he's like, don't do it.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like I assume every risk management person is either like, don't do it. Like, they're overly cautious. So they're going, eh, what the fuck? We all got to die sometime. <laughs> like a real cool? Yeah. Like a rock like, building? Like, like a guy that, you know, uh, uh, bets bets everything on black to see, uh, you know, what happens. I don't know. Apparently there was one time somebody bet like 10 million dollars on a coin flip. Really? Yeah.
0: I mean that's not a terrible bet depending on 50, how much money. Yeah, you I mean 50-50. Yeah. I thought maybe you were looking it up.
1: I am looking up 9 million dollars.
0: Oh, Ugh, you inflated it, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's
1: exaggerating. Well, 9 million in today's dollars.
0: Um, can I just uh address one thing before we get to the game? Sure. Cuz this is this is coming out uh Friday. Yes. There's supposed to be a SpaceX launch on Saturday. Yes. NASA and SpaceX.
1: Yeah, they aborted their attempt on Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Here's what uh every time <laughs> I hear that there's going to be a new uh th- launch of a, of a spacecraft mm-hmm. um, I always think I need to clarify my stance on <laughs> well but astronauts. you saw
1: somebody posted the clip on our on our subreddit of when they when they aborted the call and uh, you know the guys in mission control were telling the astronauts like sorry and they and the one guy said well, no no problem we got the easy job we just have to sit here
0: See? And I think people uh, conflate that with me saying that they're all like cowards. Cowards. Yeah. yeah. Well, you also think they're cowards. I don't think they're cowards. And especially because there's always such a great chance that these, the, like, something could go wrong and a tragedy can happen. Yeah, I, I mean, just they're, they're make... sitting on top
1: of uh, yeah. know, thousands of pounds of uh, jet fuel.
0: So ahead of this launch, I just want to <laughs> say... I, I don't think they're cowards. I think they're brave for doing it. The comedic premise that I operate on is that they just, it's the same comedic premise that this astronaut himself was acting on, uh, where he just said, we just sit here. Yeah, that, it's, it's all a joke. So if a tragedy happens, don't get <laughs> mad at me.
1: <laughs> if a tragedy happens, it's still all a joke.
0: <laughs> they made the same joke. So you can't. if you're going to get mad at me, you got to get mad at them too.
1: Look, Tim, people are people are. Everybody's at home right now. People might not be less busy, but they're looking for more people to cancel than ever.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> they're looking at Saturday Night Live. Can I talk about the? Can we talk about this Jimmy Fallon thing? <laughs> sure. So Jimmy Fallon did a Chris Rock impression on Saturday Night Live in two, mm-hmm. the year two thousand.
1: Ye- was it that long or? I thought it was like 2010.
0: No, no, it was like okay. So it was was like 20 years ago. ago. Yeah, Um, and he did it in blackface, which is ridiculous that that was able to happen. Yeah. Um.
1: It it was 2000.
0: Yeah, and it's just weird to me. It's because like I probably saw that at the time, or like definitely saw like.
1: No, I remember when that happened because there was like controversy at the time, even. Yeah, it's just because it, people were kind of like, "Why is Jimmy Fallon doing Chris Rock and blackface instead of having you know one one of the black uh, actors on uh, SNL do Chris Rock?" and and I think that was ass at the time, and it was like, "No, Jimmy Fallon does like the best uh, Chris Rock impression, so that's why we had him do it."
0: Yeah, it's just weird to me that like they can put something like somebody can quote, dig something up that was on national television. (laughs) Like it was on, it was on the national broadcasting corporations television channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, On Saturday night, it was a highly rated show. Yeah. Um, Oh
1: yeah. There were way more people watching it in 2000 than watch it now.
0: Yeah. It's just weird to me that it's just like, how is this dug up? And it's just like, yeah, uh, it's it's messed up. The, I'm not like defending Jimmy Fallon or anything. I I, I think they never should have done the the black. It's just a uh, uh, it's so weird that it's like they're acting like it's like this uh, this thing that was like caught on tape that that yeah. finally surfaced. It was like no, this was advertised and broadcast, and you know, numerous people up and down the chain signed off on it, and. Uh, it's just weird it was on it was on television it's on television
1: well yeah it's not like um uh uh what's his name the the prime minister of canada justin Tr- uh trudeau yeah trudeau uh you know where where what he was at like a costume party in blackface yeah and it's like yeah that was you know some private illuminati party <laughs> <laughs> this this was nbc and like, be be mad at NBC for allowing that, and and everybody at SNL. Yeah, know, it's it's not just Jimmy Fallon's fault.
0: Yeah, for me, it's it's more fascinating that like I just assume if something's broadcast, that's on everybody's radar, um, right? Right? Yeah, I
1: mean when when it when I saw like uh, that trending or whatever, like Jimmy Fallon's count, I'm like, oh shit, what did he do? And then as soon as I saw the screenshot, I'm like, oh, I remember this. I remember at the time thinking, like, nah, this is fucked up. You shouldn't be doing that.
0: Yeah. Um, The premise of that was, uh, I guess, Kathy Lee was re- leaving Regis and Kathy Lee. Yes. Um, and the Regis was auditioning new uh, potential oh, co-hosts. co-hosts. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon came out and did a Chris Rock impression. And... Yeah. Uh, and Regis, I think it was Daryl Hammond playing Regis, was like, You're hilarious. Uh, will you co host the show with me? And he's like, No, I make, you know, like $20 million a year. What am I going to do? Come on this show and fake laugh at celebrities when they tell their <laughs> boring anecdotes? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Ooh, Jimmy Fallon, he probably, that was when he that had an great. idea as well. And he was like, Ooh, maybe I can do that. Maybe I will do that. Yeah.
1: Or maybe that was uh, his curse for doing something so <laughs> awful.
0: Why don't I just wash this, uh, this offensive paint off my face and then uh, go do this in real life? Yeah. Anyway, Tom, welcome to the Great American Book Quiz. Thank, thanks for having me. Uh, Tom, uh, you're playing for heaven today? Yes. Okay. Uh, so here's the way it works. I'm going to ask you, it's, it's in two rounds, 10 questions each. Each question is worth $500. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and now I've asked earlier where the money comes from and you said, where is the money on family feud come from? I mean, it comes from somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and here's the thing. You can win big and heaven will thank you for it, Tom. Okay. You can go pass a check to St. Peter. However, you can They'll also build lose... a new floor. Uh Tom, they have infinite floors.
1: Have you seen the pictures of uh heaven?
0: No. <laughs> You've seen pictures of heaven? One of those kids that had a near death experience came back with a photograph, I think. What? No. <laughs> Wow! he brought a camera with him? Tim, we
1: just said we just established you can't take it with you.
0: Yeah, well.
1: Um, no, I was gonna say the uh Universal Studios Japan, apparently they finished uh Super Nintendo Land and there's like an uh, like an aerial shot of it and it looks like the best thing ever.
0: Oh wow. Uh do you wanna go? When can we go? October? Uh th- look I'll go when I'll go as soon as humanly possible. What what kind of stuff do they have there? Mario theme stuff, Donkey Kong theme stuff? Do yes. they have a Mario Kart ride?
1: Yeah, uh yes. I I think that's one of the ones that they're opening with. We've talked about this because that's the one that uh it's going to have like th- uh like 3D holograms of the other people racing against you. Oh wow. Did we talk about this? I think so. It's going to have yeah, the people racing against you and then uh like you can throw shit at them like turtle shells and whatnot. Here's here's the I'm going to send you a uh, a picture of it on uh our our Slack channel.
0: Thanks. Hey, thanks, Tom. Um here's here's my only potential um issue with uh with a Super Nintendo land. I don't like, uh, theme park rides where there's a game element to it. I don't like where it's like, Oh, you got to shoot the things. I like, like like the Buzz
1: Lightyear thing.
0: Yeah. I like passively sitting there and letting an experience, an immersive experience, experience wash over me. Is this all crammed? I'm looking at this picture. Is it all crammed into, like <laughs> 50 square feet. Yeah. Is this in um, somebody's backyard?
1: I think it's hard to tell the scale. Yeah. Like, like the scale looks a lot. I think everything in it is kind of huge compared to a person.
0: Right. Man, this looks bonkers.
1: Right. The colors alone. You see it right away and you're like, oh, that's Mario. That's yeah. Super Mario.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd like to go here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll leave in the morning.
1: Yeah, because I told you they have the Donkey Kong uh, Country uh, mine cart ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where where they got like a patent on like the tracks you're on, on, actually the tracks so you Mm -hmm. can jump over things. Like, it's going to be great. I would love to go to Japan, especially because they have uh, uh, a lot fewer cases of coronavirus right now.
0: (laughs) They do. There's... (laughs) I would Precisely love to to J- why they don't want you there.
1: <laughs> I would love to go to Japan because it's
0: much safer than America right now. I could get groceries without fearing that I'll be able that I'll that I'll catch a, a disease that will kill me. And you can get all your
1: groceries at Seven Eleven, which is my dream to begin with. 7 Seven Eleven just sells a lot more. You don't Stop. know about the 7-Elevens in Japan? I've never been. They're like community. Well, the one time, not the one time, but I did go one time uh, when I was on vacation in Japan. And I had uh, just recently had a colonic done in Thailand <laughs> where they, they put a tube up my butt and and turned it up full full throttle. Yeah.
0: Did they put coffee up there or did you not? Yeah, they put, that?
1: they put coffee up my butt. I thought it was a joke. Uh Because, like, the lady opened up the the panel of the machine and was like, oh, now it was like, you know, like a Mr. Coffee (laughs) thing. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's very funny. And then she poured it in. I was like, what? Uh, But, I mean, it's probably a great way to take caffeine. It's probably energized. But anyway, that was in Thailand. And then, like, five days later, I'm in Japan and I haven't pooped yet. Why not? In five days, I just, nothing was going on. Oh, you're after supposed this to take probiotics after that. Yeah, they didn't say anything about mm. that. You know, they had flushed away all the good bacteria. So I was like, well, I'll go to 7 Eleven and get it some probiotic uh, yogurt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I went to the 7 Eleven. It was fantastic. And while I was there, I bought some beer. And then I went to McDonald's and I bought some shrimp bur-
0: burgers. Shrimp burgers? Yeah. Wow. I would eat a shrimp burger, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd never seen it, so I wanted to try it. And then uh, when I was walking back to the hotel, uh, a woman came up to me, and uh, uh, as she was, like, talking to me, I realized she was a prostitute, and she was uh, looking to solicit me. And I literally had to go, oh, no, I know what this looks like, because I had a bag of McDonald's and then, like, a bag of yogurt and beer from 7 <laughs> It's like oh oh i I completely get why you came up to me, but uh, no, no, thank you, I'm not interested
0: well, uh, you, only time you I've been out.
1: solicited by a prostitute,
0: yeah, I've never been oh, at a friend's wedding, I was <laughs> I beg your pardon
1: oh uh, was it somebody else that brought a prostitute as the No
0: date? no it was it was like the the night before we were all at the hotel bar Ah oh um, I see And uh somebody was like Was who? I at this wedding? Uh it was Sean Rogers.
1: Oh, okay, I wasn't.
0: Uh somebody was just like who is that lady sitting at the bar? Like I thought everybody here was at the the wedding. Who's Uh, that
1: beautiful woman in the red cocktail dress? Yeah.
0: And uh, uh, the groom's father was like, That's a prostitute, guys. (laughs) (laughs) She's here to prey on you guys. And uh, by the way that you, by like the volume that you guys are drinking, because we were all like, you know, 27, he was just like, uh, It seems like one of you might take her up on her offer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And she's not even going to have to do anything because you're going to pass out. (laughs) Uh you know I'm jealous. I've always wanted to see a prostitute at a hotel bar. I don't spend time in enough nice hotels, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, there like, aren't this a is lot of over, like Tom.
1: There aren't a lot of holiday in prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are, but not high-end prostitutes <laughs> yeah. that that hang out at the bar waiting for uh, wealthy men on business trips.
0: <sighs> well, one day when this is all over, Tom, let's let's let's, let's <laughs> Tom, take a trip gonna... to we'll take a trip to Japan. We'll we'll go to Super Mario World or whatever. Um, uh, Super Nintendo Land. But we'll stay at a, a swanky hotel so you can uh, see a, a nice prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and to be
1: clear, I don't want to see her. See her. I just want to observe her.
0: Yeah. Just be like, oh, <laughs> I know what she's doing.
1: And to be clear, that means I just want to watch. I'll still pay.
0: The Great American Book Quiz, round one, starts now. Now, Tom, for $500. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this is American dollars. This is real money that we're playing for here.
1: Good. That's what I need. That's what I can use.
0: In George Orwell's Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. Remember that? It's a book that we, we recently uh, covered here. Yes. What was the name of the pig leader?
1: Oh, uh, his name was...
0: uh,
1: (laughs) I'm not good at remembering names. It was like Sanders or something.
0: Is that your final answer?
1: (laughs) No, it was... Oh, shit. It was Sunshine, something like that.
0: A book uh, that we covered what, <laughs> a month ago? Yeah, but I didn't read we it. We talked about it for a cumulative five hours.
1: <sighs> um yeah, I don't know. I forget. It's your final answer. Yeah. Sanders. <laughs> sure. I know that's not right.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. The answer was the correct answer was Napoleon. 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 Um, so right now you are in the hole, $500. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: And you've said this is a game show where I have to pay. Yeah, you do have
0: to pay. Wow. Okay. Uh, Tom? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Question two.
1: If it's just going to be character
0: names, I'm going to fail them all. I never remember character names. It's fine. Don't worry about it. The tormented love story, Wuthering Heights, is Mm -hmm. the only finished novel by what English writer? Uh, is that Emily Dickinson? Is that your final answer?
1: No. Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jane Austen.
0: Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, Jane Austen. Oh, you are so close. I'm sorry, Tom. Oh, you you now owe $1,000. <laughs> Who was it? Emily Bronte. Bronte. God
1: damn it! I knew it wasn't either of them. I knew it was somebody else who was less famous.
0: Oh, Tom. Emily Brontus. Uh, Tom. Here's mm-hmm. one that you might that you might uh do well on. Okay. In fr- in L. Frank Baum's uh, question three. Mm-hmm. The Great American Book Quiz. <laughs> yeah, we get what it is. <laughs> In Frank L. Baum's original 1900 novel, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, what mm. color were Dorothy's shoes? Uh, they weren't red. I think they were silver. Is that your final answer? Yeah, it's my final answer. Congratulations, Tom. You got that correct. Oh, her, hey. Her, her shoes indeed were silver. You only owe $500 now. <laughs> and I owe that money to hell, is it? You owe it to me, and I'll, I'll get it to hell.
1: One way or another.
0: Um, uh, I should... Uh, I'm not going to tell you where I'm getting these questions from. Because <laughs> okay. I don't want you to look it up yourself.
1: I'm being very good. I could be looking all these up, but yeah. I'm not. mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tom Reynolds, an honest man.
0: Question four. Mm -hmm. According to Forbes magazine, who was the first person to become a billionaire by writing books?
1: Uh, J.K. Rowling.
0: You are now even, Tom. Zero dollars for heaven, (laughs) zero dollars for hell. Question five. Mm -hmm. It's going a little bit off the theme here, but it's it's in the books category. Who was the first man to appear solo on the cover of Playboy magazine? <laughs> uh, was it Hugh Hefner? That, that I'm gonna guess Hugh Hefner. Final answer. Yeah. Congratulations, Tom. After his death, Hugh Hefner was uh, appeared on the cover of Playboy magazine. Yeah. You're up five hundred dollars. Five hundred. Heaven is currently five hundred dollars richer. And
1: hell's $500 short.
0: Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> How many questions are there? There's 10 in each round. <laughs> All right. Tom, the fictional town of Stony Brook, Connecticut, is the mm-hmm. setting for which book series by Anne M. Martin? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. It's a series of books. The Lion,
1: the Witch, and the Wardrobe.
0: Is that your final answer? Yeah, it's not right, but... First of all, that would be Narnia. (laughs) I know, it's the the Babysitter's Club, Tom. Ah. You're $500 in the hole. Wait, what?
1: No, I'm even.
0: No, you were even, but this one
1: put you in the hole. (laughs) Wait, well, no, what was the last one?
0: Oh no no you are even no yeah. you got you got two wrong two right one wrong you got several <laughs> wrong dumb <tough. laughs> you got Animal Farm wrong uh huh you got Wuthering Heights wrong oh then you got Wizard of Oz right uh huh okay you got you okay okay the, okay you're even now.
1: Tim. Also, you said you put more work into this than reading a book, but then you just said you don't want to tell me the website you're getting this from.
0: I mean, I, I picked and choose from uh, from a lot of questions here. Uh huh. Um, Tom, what is the name for a compound literary or narrative work that is divided into five parts?
1: uh a compound literary or narrative work that is divided into five parts i don't know a five-act
0: play sorry tom it's a pentology
1: uh, i not i've never even heard that before so i don't think it's right
0: question eight i think you're five hundred dollars in the hole <laughs> Okay. Robert Penn Warren received the nineteen forty seven Pulitzer for what political fiction novel? Nineteen forty
1: seven, eh? Mm-hmm.
0: Robert Penn Warren.
1: See so probably wrote it with a pen. Probably wrote it longhand. <sighs> um political novel. Political novel. What is a political novel? I have no idea.
0: All the King's Men. All the King. Humpty Dumpty. The, the sequel Humpty to Humpty, Humpty Dumpty. 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 $1,000 in the hole, Tom. I think you better uh, get out your checkbook. Um, question nine. Kiss Me, Kate and 10 Things I Hate About You were both based on which Shakespeare comedy?
1: Uh, I think it's a Midsummer Night's Dream. No, The Taming of the Shrew.
0: I'm going to need a final answer here, Tom.
1: My final answer is The Taming of the Shrew. Correct. Yeah. Tame them shrews. Tom. That's what I say.
0: What is the seventh and final novel of the Harry Potter series? Harry Potter and the...
1: The end of the story. Um, I don't know. I forget. I thought you saw the movies, Tom. I did see them. I don't remember all the names to shit that I see. This one had all
0: the... It had two yeah, movies Harry about Potter. it.
1: Yeah, I know it did. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Wow, Tom. Back up to even. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know what, Tim? Thank you for pushing me. <laughs> uh that that actually did help tom it's tough love i'm i'm on your side man you think i'm (laughs) in for hell (laughs) yeah a little bit (laughs) a little bit hell's cool oh well you're gonna wish you didn't say that
0: tom uh final no this is question nine i lost count released on april 5th 1974 what was stephen king's first published novel
1: um, I believe it was, uh, was it Cujo? I'm going to say Cujo.
0: Ooh, you were close. It's two syllables beginning with a C. Oh, it's it's Christine about the car. Sorry, Tom. It's uh, it's actually
1: Carrie. Carrie about the lady.
0: Okay. You're at negative 500 right now. <laughs> Fuck. But you can you can bet up to a thousand on this, this <laughs> next one.
1: Uh, I don't think I'm gonna bet a thousand. I think I'm mean, gonna bet five hundred.
0: Okay. Published in nineteen oh six, White Fang is a novel about a wolf dog written by mm. which American author? Robert. Sorry, Tom. Robert is not right.
1: <laughs> Who was it
0: then? Uh, Jack London. Oh. You know,
1: it's confusing that he's an American author and his last name's London. Yeah, I know. That
0: one shouldn't count. Well, Tom, you ended round one pitifully. Negative a thousand. Not
1: pitifully. That's not bad. I think
0: that's actually pretty good. Um, you know, luckily your your robust knowledge about uh, Playboy magazine <laughs> really <laughs> really helped.
1: came through.
0: All right, Tom. This next one is uh is called the round two is called the final line. Okay, Tom. Oh, is this about the final
1: line in books? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm never good at that, Tim. You you know me. We've been to cocktail parties together where people quote books.
0: Guess what? This is multiple choice.
1: Okay. I'm good at multiple choice.
0: Question one. Let's cut this down. This is only five. These are all worth a thousand. Wow. (laughs) Double the stakes. What book ends with the following line? The scar had not pained Harry for 19 years. (laughs) All was well. Was it Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix? Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince? Or Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows?
1: Uh, I'm going to say number two.
0: Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix?
1: No. Number three.
0: Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince? Yes. Tom, I'm sorry. You should have stuck with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows from last round. Ah, really? Oh, God. I thought it was a trick question one. It's not.
1: $2,000 in the hole. Second question. I thought at a certain point, like, he thought he had gotten rid of Voldemort. And he was like, ah, all is well. And then it turned out it wasn't.
0: The, I've never read. I, I read the first two Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. and to be honest, seemed like they were written for children. <laughs> um, but they ended the whole series with all was well. Yeah, not they. J.K. Rowling. Yeah, John and Ken
1: Rowling. <laughs> this was not written as a by a committee. Tim, it was written by
0: a lady. All right. Uh, it's not like the, what, what books are written by committee? It's, uh, what's his face? Uh, Patterson, James Patterson.
1: Yeah. Well, his aren't committees. It's basically, he comes up with like an idea and an outline and then is like, you write it. That's cool. Yeah. People shit on him, but, uh, I mean, that's the dream because like you come up with more ideas than you can ever write.
0: Yeah. What is, what is the zoo, uh. (laughs) <laughs> He's got a book about a zoo. Is that just, like, yeah. the animals get out? No, our friend Pollux
1: watched that show religiously. It's like all the animals become smart at the same time. Do they talk? Uh, I think so.
0: Is it like Animal Farm? Kind uh, of. I think we like a... you don't remember Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it's kind of like Animal Farm, but on, like, a global scale. Hmm. What are you looking up, Tom? There's no googling uh, during No, I'm looking up Pat I'm looking up Patterson's uh, zoo. Uh, uh, the novel center is on Jackson Oz, an outcast. Um blah. blah, blah. His girlfriend's dead. Uh, oh, killed and partially eaten by his pet chimpanzee. Well, don't keep a pet chimpanzee. Uh, he discovers animal pheromones have changed due to the widespread use of radio communication, cell phones, 5G, and petroleum <laughs> products. Uh, uh, they've uh, enlarged animals' amygdala and are causing aggression. The president orders all electricity, cell phone, and automobile usage banned for two weeks. And the animal tax cease nearly immediately as the ban takes effect. But after one week, people return to their previous habits, and the attacks return with increased ferocity. There's somebody, maybe it's Patterson, like one of those, uh, you know, like super prolific airport novel guys uh, that apparently wrote a book that's like very similar to what's going on right now with COVID-19.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. People dying?
1: Well, he like yeah, and like about like a specifically a coronavirus that takes over, you know, uh uh like the world. Not takes over, but Dean Koontz, that's who it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Fever Dream did author Dean Koontz Koontz really predict coronavirus? A lot of the problems with everything nowadays is how stupid people are. Yeah. Um <laughs> And not realizing things like Bill Gates talking about coronavirus for decades doesn't mean he made it. (laughs) (laughs) It means that, like, he's a smart guy, whether you like him or not. He's still, uh, you can't argue that he's smart. And this was something he knew about. And just because you didn't know about it doesn't mean he made it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, I think that's that's with a lot of things. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm gonna add nothing to this conversation because I can't think of an example. Well,
1: I was gonna say another thing with uh, Dean Koontz's novel, which, which is a little eerie that uh, the killer virus was called Wuhan 400.
0: Oh, that is weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that it started in Wuhan, China. Yeah. So maybe Dean Kuntz did it to yeah. drive book sales. Yeah, if
0: you know something about something, you obviously did it. I'm just
1: saying people should look into it, investigate it.
0: Question two, in round two. It is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done. It is a far, far better rest that I go to than I have ever known. Is that the last line of A Tale of Two Cities, Great Expectations, Oliver Twist, or David Copperfield?
1: I'm going to say Oliver Twist.
0: Sorry, Tom. It was A Tale of Two Cities. Uh, you, maybe no, you should have paid that's attention to Mr. It, uh, Giordano's it, it, was, it was the
1: worst of times. It was the best of times.
0: That was the beginning. And it ended. It was a bookend. Oh, it starts out, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, yeah. and it ends, it was the worst of times, it was the best of times?
1: Yeah, Tim, it was a bookend. All books end with a bookend, that's why they're called bookends.
0: Later on, he will understand how some men so loved her that they did dare much for her sake.
1: Is this an erotic novel?
0: Is that Dracula? The Return of Sherlock Holmes. The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde... Or the picture of Dorian Gray. I'm going to say the picture of Dorian Gray. Tom, didn't you read Dracula? <laughs> it's, Dracula? <laughs> it's Dracula? I didn't
1: memorize Dracula. That's what I'm saying, Tim. I'm not good at remembering lines
0: from books. I am not good at. Uh, I always feel like whenever I'm on the last page of a book, I'm always <laughs> like, all right, I got to make this really feel special. You know what I mean? Like, I never know how, like, I always feel like it's anticlimactic to just finish a book and then be like, okay. So I always try to, like, slow down and really savor that last page. Same here. Yeah. Apparently, it doesn't often have an (laughs) effect. (laughs) No. Ahem. Uh, A last note from your narrator I am haunted by humans. Actually, you haven't read any of these books. Um,.
1: You don't know everything I've read.
0: Don't ever tell anybody anything. If you do, you start missing everybody. Is Mm. that the perfect day for Banana Fish, The Grapes of Wrath, Fahrenheit 451, or The Catcher in the Rye? What was it again? Don't ever tell anybody anything. If you do, you start missing everybody. I'm going to say Catcher in the Rye. Yes, it is. The the Musings of a Troubled Teen. Yeah. I
1: knew it. I have read that book, Tim.
0: Okay. He Loved Big Brother. 1984, Animal Farm, Down and Out in (laughs) Paris and London, or Burmese days.
1: Now, all these came out i believe before the cbs show started yeah so that's strange no it was uh 1984
0: okay Okay. well you end tom Uh looks like heaven and hell are still uh fighting it out well ain't that the truth zero zero it's it's you broke even for heaven and hell tom but i got good news you can press your luck and and wager up to five thousand dollars. What on the last question? That's I mean, I guess I'll just wager five thousand dollars all right.
1: <clears throat> no, I'm gonna wager one dollar. No.
0: <laughs> you already said five thousand dollars in the adventure novel, My Side of the Mountain. <laughs> written by Gene Craighead George
1: <laughs> Old Craighead
0: <laughs> What was the name of protagonist Sam's Perigene Falcon? Oh, fuck. Was it Baron? Uh-huh Bando? Frightful? Or Jesse James?
1: I believe it was Frightful
0: Tom, mm-hmm. is that your final answer? Yes. Seems Saint Peter, Jesus, God, and the rest of the gang <laughs> are five thousand dollars richer tonight. Whoa! <laughs> Hot damn! For <laughs> you have you have won the Great American Book Quiz. They are partying <laughs> in heaven tonight. Hell yeah! They're Whoa, getting bottle on. service. Yeah, like, one. Fuck it. They're gonna go out one night. Yeah, one night. <laughs> yeah, it's one gonna night. be the greatest night in heaven's history.
1: Well, you know what? Honestly, they deserve it.
0: They do. They've been doing a good job up there, from what I understand.
1: I mean, they've been, maybe they've been doing a good job up there. Not so much down here lately.
0: But... Look, it's not it's not their job to to do things down here. Well, and to be fair. You
1: know they've been doing a better job down here than like the time the earth flooded and everybody had to go in that arc
0: yeah no god I mean it,
1: you know in my lifetime Com- they haven't done such a good job yeah, but
0: on the global god, scale god used to be a monster
1: yeah you know what's crazy like uh, they find these caves with like ancient humans in them uh, not in them <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy like these caves where ancient humans were and then they're like uh yeah this cave it turns out like uh yeah you know, people lived in this cave and did all the same shit for five thousand years
0: yeah and, and like nobody came up with anything new i mean i haven't come up with anything new <laughs> you've come up with a you came up with
1: the great american book quiz
0: <laughs> yeah that's true um, yeah i'd like
1: to see a caveman
0: do that yeah uh Look, um, I, I I realize now what I should have done for the Great American Book Quiz. Uh huh. Was really made all the questions about books that we've covered on books the podcast. <laughs> right. But uh, look, that's for the next time I forget to put up the poll. And, uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not going to be the case that you're just going <laughs> to write original questions. <laughs> look, Tim, I'm over here talking about ancient humans. I'm trying to get some of this uh, Joe Rogan audience that's that's not going to follow him to Spotify but somehow is going to sign up to our Patreon (laughs) yeah
0: um I mean are you going to follow Joe Rogan to Spotify I've never
1: I've watched his clips on YouTube I've never watched a full episode or listened to like the audio podcast
0: yeah that's the same for me like um I'll just go to you like the landing page of YouTube and be like, oh, here's a guest I like in a three minute clip uh that's talking about something I like on Joe Rogan. If those go away, I will never be exposed to Joe Rogan in any way again in my life.
1: So you're saying if there aren't clips of uh Ben Shapiro Talking about,
0: <laughs> you know, pretty much anyone uh, from the intellectual dark web. Tom.
1: <laughs> oh, There was a guy recently that uh, like I watched a clip and I was like, this guy's pretty interesting. Let me see. And he is apparently like the founder of the intellectual dark oh, web. No,
0: Tom, <laughs> are you
1: red pilled? <laughs> no, but even even in the like course of him talking as I was looking up his name, I was like, oh, no, this guy's a know it all. <laughs> Like I was already getting vibes of like that's really interesting, and then I was like, wait a minute, no, I'm getting a, I'm getting a vibe from this guy, so I wasn't really surprised.
0: Yeah, it's weird though. Like it's such a weird show because then like, Pat Oswalt did it last week.
1: Yeah, I mean that uh, you know uh, whether you like it or not, that's his thing of just like yeah. I'll have anyone on.
0: Except for uh, (laughs) Joe Biden, (laughs) Joe Biden or Elizabeth Warren,
1: (laughs) yeah. But (laughs) even that, I get because he was just kind of like that was just like a cynical like we we just want to be on it because you have big audience.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean,
1: but at the same time, it's also like Joe Rogan. uh, That's why anyone wants to be on your show (laughs) outside of like your small like your circle of close friends. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone wants to be on your show because it's the biggest show in the world.
0: Yeah, they're not there because it's like, oh, he seems like a nice guy.
1: He seems like... I'd like to just go get stoned with mm-hmm. Joe Rogan for two hours. Um, I will say, to just to uh, talk inside baseball, inside podcast baseball for a minute, mm-hmm. that... The fact that for anybody that doesn't know, he he's moving exclusive to Spotify. The, the you know like the biggest deal in podcasting so far, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, because he's got the for like show. one show, right? Like they probably yeah, spend more on, on
0: Gimlet, but
1: right, yeah. Um, and and the Ringer, but like it, it's a very big show. He's going to be exclusive on Spotify. He previously wasn't even available on Spotify. Uh, but they're also making a big deal of of uh, that the full episodes won't be on YouTube anymore. But I think, like, the clips is where...
0: Oh, they, that's I, all I ever watch.
1: Ex- and that's all I've ever seen. But they get recommended to me constantly. Yeah. Uh, So I think, honestly, like, as long as you still got those clips out there... I mean, I'm sure, like, the full episodes have a lot of views on YouTube. But if you're, like sitting down to watch something for two and a half hours, you'll fire up a different app to watch that.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I will say, um, you know, the clips get recommended to me so much. I'm Mm. not sure when he pulls the full episodes off YouTube, if the algorithm Uh, doesn't get tweaked. Yeah. um, So that Uh, we don't get served that that much. I mean, if it does, that's That's where we come in, Tom.
1: Yeah. If if it does get tweaked, then that's because I, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought that the clips and the full episodes were like two different channels. Mm. So if the clips do get tweaked, then honestly, that is kind of like that. That's YouTube, uh, fucking around with them. Yeah. Which
0: that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> All these companies fuck around with society any way they want. Which is why I'm glad the president's doing something about it. Uh, finally. Um
1: yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, because I, I just looked up uh his YouTube channel and uh the first thing that came came up is like the full videos.
0: Well, I just hope I can get the yeah, they are. MMA looking... the UFC analysis I'm looking for i'm I'm looking at it right now
1: because it's Joe Rogan experience clips, yes yeah. uh yeah, so it is different gel. so the clips should still get recommended to like not any if ma- they
0: want to bury him.
1: that's true, but hopefully the President will step in to protect Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe God and Jesus and Saint Peter can help the cause by donating their five hundred dollars
1: <laughs> to Joe Rogan
0: to the president to help fight uh, the social media platforms on behalf of Joe Rogan.
1: It would be kind of hilarious if he had signed this deal with Spotify and then was like, oh, I'm only going to have MMA people on from now (laughs) on.
0: (laughs) Alex Jones and MMA.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's my show. Alex (laughs) Jones is the new co-host, and we're just going to interview MMA fighters (laughs) that anyone outside of MMA has never heard of.
0: What happens when you give scoundrel a hundred million dollars,
1: yeah, I mean maybe it's it's not in his uh his agreement,
0: yeah, also, I feel like a
1: hundred million dollars is low for yeah, like that's what's been rumored, but I haven't seen necessarily like any evidence to that, yeah. And and he's totally the type of guy that would be like, oh, I'm not telling anyone how much money I got paid. (laughs) Right. I'm just. I mean, that's one of the things that that I do uh, respect him for. That he is the type of guy that would be like, no, I'm just. I'm not going to brag about the money. I'm just going to take the money and enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to let anyone know how rich I actually am.
0: Well, on that note, um... (laughs) Tom. Yeah. This has been Rogan Cast. <laughs> um, congratulations on your victory in the Great American
1: Book Quiz. Well, th- hey, thank you, and thank heaven, and screw you, the devil.
0: Hey, I was going to say go to hell,
1: but stay in hell, the devil. Yeah, hey, stay down there. We've we've had enough. Yeah,
0: we we've had enough to hear with you. Uh, honestly, we have. Um and uh look out for that but uh, look i here's, here's the thing about the poll yeah i don't know where i'm going with it we got we got you know like uh we had talked about uh doing uh a romance, uh, romance novel romance yeah uh-huh. those i don't they're all so smutty and 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 <laughs> and i can't tell any of them apart and they're all like you know I don't know who's like a, a viable, who's who's a respected author in that. I had to do a little bit of research on that, and yeah. then somebody was like, "Oh, you're not like, uh, I don't know what."
1: You can do a cozy romance, Tim. What's a cozy or, romance? Or, or a, no, I'm sorry, not a cozy romance, a sweet romance. What's that? No fucking.
0: Then why were we even doing this? Well, look, Tim. <laughs>
1: You gotta make a decision. Do You want to read about people having sex or not? All right. Uh, I'll, I'll make that decision. You guys I think won't. there's there's like a subgenre that I think you you know what I'll look into a little bit because there is, I I don't know the terminology off the top of my head, but there is there's a terminology in romance of open door sex scenes and closed door sex scenes. Ah. And I think you would be fine with closed door sex scenes.
0: Is that like uh, Cinemax versus hardcore pornography?
1: Right. It's like the Cinemax, not even like, it's like Cinemax primetime where like as soon as they start making out, the camera pans over to the drapes.
0: Oh, right. Okay.
1: (laughs) And then we fade to black and then we wake up the next morning with them.
0: Well, this doesn't sound very titillating. I think I have to do some soul-searching, Tom.
1: <laughs> it sounds like... I mean, that's the thing. You can either have that, and it's like, ah, oh, we all know what happened. They did that in Batman Mask of the Phantasm, the animated movie, I remember. It was like, holy shit, cartoons are fucking nowadays?
0: Yeah, well, Batman.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I Maybe... I'm sure there's like a subgenre that's like sex but like not too much (laughs) not too much detail yeah all right where it's like they really had a great time having sex with each other in all the normal ways
0: (laughs) that's that's all i want and that's that's the report you'll get no matter what the book is that's it that's that's how i will describe it to you (laughs) all
1: right well uh i'm i for one am looking forward to it
0: same well i don't know that i am but we'll see what happens (laughs) Alright, well, thank you for all for being patrons, uh, and we will see you next week.
1: So long, to the